Hey everybody, I'm Luke, and welcome back to The Breakdown, and I am here with... Will, what's going on? So good to to be here again. It's so awesome to have you back. Thanks for having me, Luke. Yeah. Yeah, So so Pastor Kerr is on a well-deserved vacation this week. Yes, he is. And um, we just pray blessings over him and his family, and we are so happy to have Pastor Will here with us. Yeah, I'm so excited to be here. Um, yeah, I can't wait to, uh, to touch base with Pastor Kurt when he gets back, simply because some of the things that they do are hilarious. They went into this not having a plan. So I'm like, dude, I want to hear everything. I know it was so funny. <laughs> he texted me last week. He's like, hey, bro, sorry. I, you know, you're going to have to get someone else for the breakdown this week. We're going on vacation. I was like, okay, cool. You know? Yeah. yeah. Uh- <laughs> That's great. I, I said to him, I was like, yeah. all right, cool. So where are you going? He said, I don't know yet. I'm like, man. That's fun. Cool to be That's you. fun. Are you are you like a a planner planner or no? Kind of like um, winging it. Lori is living. Okay. All right. All right. Lori so balance, very much is. You balance each other out. Yeah. 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 See, I I somewhat plan. Okay. But I really enjoy just kind of like let's see like what happens for sure. And for sure. Take life living as it both. comes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Let's live That's in the good. moment. Not waste. Not waste any time. Yeah. But make the most of everything. Yeah. That's definitely me. I do like having just openness to do whatever but then there there actually so i will say of course ever since becoming a husband and a father Mm -hmm. there are um you know plenty of opportunities to plan things for my wife and the kids and it's like hey this is something that dad came up with like let's go so that's awesome that's cool yeah yeah Yeah. um so sunday sunday was awesome yeah Um, i absolutely love the message yeah um, and we got to pray over the team going to Mexico. Yes, we did. So they're leaving on what day is it? Saturday. Saturday. Yeah, they Saturday. leave on Saturday. Uh, there's about 10 to 12 people going to Juarez, Mexico. And uh, the thing about Juarez is it's right across the border from El Paso. And uh, if you look up Juarez, if you Google it, you'll see a lot of scary things. But mm-hmm. the thing about this particular trip is it's not a crazy dangerous scary trip at all there is in the very much like the countryside of of juarez you have to drive probably about 10 minutes to get into the city it's it's totally different like there's a lot of people in the city in the outlying areas but in the countryside area there is a compound there's um where they take in kids from the city where they can come and learn um, about the Lord and they, they have, you know, school uniforms. They do, they do a lot of amazing things with them and, and teach them other things as well. When we went mm-hmm. last year, um, my wife and I went, we got to see how the, not even just the teenagers, some of them were really young that were on the worship team. Wow. Like they created a worship team. They, th- there was this one kid that was like playing bass. I'm like, man, this kid is just like into it. So it's really cool to see mm-hmm. that. So what the team will do is They'll go there, they'll hang out with the kids, um, and the kids are there during the week, and then they go home on the weekends, most of them. And so they'll hang out with the kids. So they live there? The kids live there? Yes, so that the parents can work, and this is is their school. So it's like a boarding school? Yeah, pretty much. Very much. That's that's really special. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Resplandor de Vida. Okay. um, Splendor of life. Splendor of life. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Thank you. Or living uh, in splendor or something. Exactly. I don't know. Something yeah. like that. <laughs> and so there. So what the team is going to do is they will, if it's the same thing as as uh, last year, they'll create a VBS for them and um and do that a few days of the week, and then they also go into uh 
the outskirts of the city, they can walk there and invite local kids for a VBS that don't have anything to do with it. So there's a, you know, the compound where all the kids live. And then there's the, what's called the American compound where the Mm -hmm. team will stay. And just honestly, I'm so excited for them getting to know each other and just building, you know, relationship Mm. with, with each other. There are a couple people that are going back. So I'm excited for Taylor and um, Nilka going back because their hearts were so absolutely uh, just changed grew for the kids there and, and the, uh, and the team and everybody. So what did you, so like looking back on last year's trip, I don't know if we really got to, um, hear a lot from you I guys and I, yeah. I, at least on the breakdown i don't think we did um what would you say was your the big takeaway of what the lord did in you or in you and the team like yeah. what was the because the lord gives us gifts Absolutely. even as we serve Absolutely. like there he does he's as interested in working in our hearts as as he is in the people that we're serving for sure so like what what was that for you guys so what was really cool was um this was Lori's first missions trip i don't even know what number it was for me. I've been on tons of missions trips and it was absolutely um, phenomenal. But also the plans that we created, it's interesting that we started talking about plans, the plans that we created for our trip totally got uh, thrown off <laughs> because um, some things happened with the cartel and yeah. they were making threats about the city and all of that. And so we then said, all right, we're going to surrender our plans to the Lord. And ask, Lord, what do you want us to do? Do you want us to stay? Do you want us to go back across the border? Because fly into El Paso, drive across into Juarez. So then we uh, drove back to El Paso. That's what Mm. we felt the Lord wanted for us, that we did a lot with those kids in the few days that we were there. Um, But then there was more that the Lord had for us with um, divine encounters when we came back across the border. And so there were at least three. There were three major ones. And um, one of them was with a group yeah, of tell us about gang it. members. Tell us about that. So yeah, Roger yeah. and Tim were hanging out at the, at the pool. It's like a rooftop pool. So we were all there. But then uh, some, of us, some of us left to go back to the rooms. And, um, and then these, these gang members, like, man, absolute, like, they're, they're called jokers. The yeah. cholo jokers yeah. with the tattoos and everything came up and they said to... Uh, uh, to Roger and, and Tim, they're like, yo, you're going to play us some music? And they're like, wow. yeah, we, we're going downstairs, but we'll get our guitars and like, we're going to play some music. wild. Okay. And they, uh, so I called Roger up. I was like, hey, what are you guys doing? You know, Lori fell asleep. <laughs> um, and he, he was like, we're about to go on the, go on the roof and play some music for some gang members you want in. I said, absolutely. If I anybody do. else said that to me, I'd be like, okay, yeah, man, you're joking. It's time to go eat dinner. Right. But when Roger says it, it's like, no, no he's, he's real. really doing he's what he real. just said. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Roger Hart, man. He yeah. is, he is one of a kind. I love him so mm-hmm. much. So we go up there and we're playing like. Tim is just playing whatever songs, playing some anything songs, playing some worship songs. And what's crazy is the moment I get up there, uh, I meet this uh, first guy and uh, and the first words out of his mouth, he's like, oh, you're here with them. I said, yeah. He goes, praise God, man. (laughs) I was so thrown by that. Like, oh, wait a minute. So then we started talking about the Lord um, and he was talking about uh, his buddy and how much influence he has with you know this generation stuff and they're like you know we 
we we love the Lord and we want to live for him. And I'm like, that's good. You know, every day, just decide mm -hmm. how you can live yep. for him best. Now, I know that that's going to take some walking out. Right. And we'll talk about what that looks like when we're talking about this I, message. I know. Also. I know. I'm just seeing all this come oh, together. Man, it was so good. Yeah. Uh, the second one was with. Um, uh, so Gary Matthewson is the missionary that is the connection to the, the school in okay. Juarez. And he said, hey, let's go to one of the churches that supports me. And, um, you know, we we weren't supposed to be in the U.S. on this particular Sunday. So they're not expecting me, but, you know, let's go. They'll have great service and all that. So we show up and we walk into their cafe and we're talking about what's going on. And immediately a couple that was there said, hey, you guys had to come back across. We heard what was going on. We have plenty of sp space at our house. We'll house you. Like there's about 10 of us. They're like, yeah, perfect. Not mm -hmm. a problem. We can house you. And they put us up. And when I tell you that this was a divine appointment, they ended up going back into Mexico with us. Wow. Absolutely wow. no plan. And they connected yeah. because she is from Mexico and they connected with, um, with the team there mm -hmm. and, uh, and a relationship was sparked and, and has grown since then. So amazing to see that to awesome. see the Lord do that. Yeah. Oh, that is absolutely awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, uh, what would you say? What are some prayer points for those of us who, um, we're not going on the trip, right? But as a church family, we are going on the trip. Absolutely. Uh, so, how, what are some ways that we can join in prayer with them, um, both before they go and then while they're there? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, I would say, um, the primary prayer is that they would stay surrendered to the Lord the entire time they're there because their each individual there um their purpose on that trip might be for one particular kid yeah. or um one of the adults or um it really could even be somebody that they meet in the airport mm. on the way back yep just because yep. they're in the airport doesn't mean that their mission is over so for them yeah. to be continually missional yeah. for the lord to keep um directing them mm -hmm. and for them to stay open and obedient. So something that we can pray is that, um, is that they'll be open to the Lord's leading and for their safety, um, because it is a foreign country. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. And, um, yeah. you know, that's something that we felt everyone's prayers while mm -hmm. we were away. Um, that's awesome. yeah. And for, uh, and for Gary, uh, Gary and, and, yeah. and his wife, Terry, um, they are phenomenal people. And I'm trying to remember the names of, uh, of the people in Mexico, but I'll probably remember them later. But there's a whole team. They have their own staff. And so Gary is the connection to make sure it continues. Um, yeah. Yeah. So for that. Yeah. I would definitely um, add, like, you know, on those lines of surrender that we pray that they aren't distracted. Yes. Um, Cause I That's know when I went one. on my, when I went on my trip. Yeah. Uh, yeah, like your focus, and when you step out, and, and this this applies to all of us as yeah. we step out um, to do what the Lord calls us to do. Uh, there is that place of surrendering to His plans, but then also the enemy wants to get you off your game. Yeah. Um. And yeah, you're there for for very specific things, but you want to stay focused on like what the Lord has you there for. Um. Not getting distracted by what's going on around you. Um. And getting you know getting your focus off of Jesus. You know, like because I know like for me. 
uh, one way that I was I would get distracted every once in a while on the yeah. trip was by comparing what I was doing to what other people were doing. Wow. Right. Yeah. And that's that is not helpful. And yeah. I and I would have those conversations like this is not helpful. Like, no, I have to get back into what the Lord is having me do. And it's not this is not my show. This is God's show. Absolutely. So, yeah, definitely pray for that and that Absolutely. they would uh, receive what the Lord has for them. That's good. That's so good. Um, actually, you know what? Why don't, why don't you pray for them right now? I was just going <laughs> to look at that. Yeah, absolutely. Father, we thank you for the, for the team that you have been, that you've been guiding, leading, preparing for them, Lord, uh, to be a witness, to be a light, and to show your love to the kids at Resplendor de Vida, to the entire team, uh, to Gary and Terry. God, we thank you for each of these, your sons and daughters that you have called away for a purpose to do something different um, so that you can spread your love so that you can show how much you care to each and every one of these children and, and, uh, and the difficult situations that they might be in, but the, uh, the love and the, the light and the life that they are about to receive mm. God. So we, um, we surrender the entire, uh, trip to you, Lord, and ask that you would have your way, have your way in the team, have your way, um, from the moment that they leave, uh, even after they return, God, that you would continue to use this as a moment in their journey with you that brings them closer to you, God. We're so grateful for how you lead and how you love, and 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 we're we're grateful for for eyes that are open mm. and hearts that are open to see where yeah. um where we can give a hand, lend a hand, uh, bring some some. Uh, some of your presence, not as saviors, but to direct yes. to the Savior. Yes. We love you, Lord, and thank you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. And so now we come to uh, the message from Sunday, Read the Room. Yeah. Um, and I, I just loved how, even hearing you talk about Mexico, how just that whole discussion yeah. is, it's what this looks like in real life. For sure. Absolutely. Uh, you know, reading the room, understanding what is going on. Yeah. What is the enemy trying to do? What yeah. is the Lord's heart? And then stepping out with that, that Phineas spirit yeah. to call out what needs calling out yep. and then pointing people back to the heart of God. Absolutely. So listening yeah. to the message, what, what, were, uh, what were like your, your key takeaways? Okay, so there's Let's a- Take us through. Yeah. So, so what I love, absolutely love about Pastor Zach is he, he gives us context to work with. And, um, and so that brings us into the story in a way that some people might not even realize. You can go to Numbers 25 and not realize that Numbers 24 and Numbers 23 came right before it. And that's the story of Balak and Balaam and Balaam's very famous donkey. Mm-hmm. I want to I don't know who's more famous, Balaam's donkey or uh, the Italian Christmas donkey. You know, I feel like Dominic. Yeah. Oh, man. Well, Dominic has a name. But... That's true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so with that context, we're able to grab a hold of a story that's more than an isolated thing. There's backstory to it. And you can look at numbers 25 and say, why in the world is this brought in here? And you could look at Balaam's uh, interaction with the Lord and say, what does this have to do with anything? Mm -hmm. But you put the two of them together and it really shows a full picture. So I think it's really awesome to, uh, I love, 
absolutely love when he does that. Um, and I'm not going to uh, fire any shots at anybody that doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just, it's, it is, it's just really helpful. Yeah, yeah, it is. For sure. You know, we want to know like what got us here, what's like what we're coming out of. So again, yeah. like, you know, Balaam, the story of Balaam, it's, yeah. it's Balaam is a pagan. Yep. Yep. And he's sent by Balak to curse Israel. Yep. But he can only say what the Lord tells him to say. Yes. That is wild. So wild. I love how Pastor Zach said this. He said that Balaam was given a glimpse of God's plan for his people. And what's interesting is Balaam understands God's existence. Mm-hmm. And he more than uh more than anything, he understands it and is um pretty much like arm's length away but he also knows he understands authority and he says i really can only curse what god curses Mm -hmm. and so when he opens his mouth he realizes that he's a tool Mm -hmm. even though he's a tool used by the enemy yeah that god's power over him is greater than the power of the enemy it's really interesting to like wow how do you recognize that but yet not turn to the lord Right. It has to be a decision. Oh, and yeah. He has decided to oh, continue yeah. on yeah. his way, which is also a part of this message here. So here is Balaam being given a glimpse of God's plan for his people, and he has to speak it. And he and he understands that. And he does it four times. Right. It's like, hey, you you keep bringing me back here and I'm just going to keep doing what ends up coming out. And that's blessing. And something else that that I wanted to point out is here at HPC, we very much um, we very much believe in the gifts. Mm-hmm. We very much um, adhere yeah. to the gifts. And um, we, have, we have an understanding of the prophetic gifting and how important it is for when prophetic words are given to not ignore them. Right. Now, the thing about it is, uh, and Pastor Zach brought this up, there was a man by the name of Graham Jones that came. Uh, we have some phenomenal people in this church, and, uh, and Jackie Santos is one of them. But there was a whole team on the prophetic team that served us and were a blessing to us on, you know, on a day that we have our uh, staff, staff meetings meeting, and, yeah. and everything. Yep. And they said, on this particular day, uh, let us bless you. So everything was centered around just, just us That's being awesome. poured into yeah. Yeah. And so Jackie Santos brought in a man, uh, Graham Jones, to to speak to. So he gave a a an amazing word of encouragement as well as a word of warning in there. Mm -hmm. Um, And then we didn't know what was going to happen next, but he started to. So he started with uh, pastors Zach and Ashley and then went one after the other and covered everybody. And when I tell you that this man's words were so mm-hmm. on point. Yeah. They were very on point with, with all of us. And it was really cool to see and really cool to be in that environment. So just to, you know, take a peek behind the curtain, right. that is who he, who Pastor Zach was talking about when he said that Graham Jones uh, came and, and, and uh, yeah. said something yeah. to us. And the message that he, uh, that he brought to us, um, he gave us this warning. He said right. prophetic words aren't given so that we could just, you know, stick them on our fridge or, right. you know, yeah. put them on a mirror yep. as, 
as a, oh, wow, you know, wasn't that a fantastic thing yeah. that happened? Can't wait to see it come about. Right. No, that's not why they're given. And, they're, and we need to understand that, mm -hmm. that they are given just like with Balaam as a glimpse of God's plan for his people. Yeah. But they are contingent upon God's people staying his people. Right. Meaning, yeah, I'm going to obey the Lord. Right. I'm going to, as he leads me and shows me the steps of the righteous man are ordered by the Lord. Yes. So as yeah. he shows me the next step, yep. I'm going to obey and walk in that step. And as I'm following the Lord, he's unfolding mm -hmm. things. Yeah. That's the relationship that we have with God. Yeah. And I, I would, you know, I'll share even just from like yeah. my experience of receiving prophetic words or having yeah. someone pray over me and they give me a picture or. Um, you know, just something a little like, with a little more insight, you know, yeah. that, you know, it's like, oh, the, the Lord showed them this. It's, I always get a sense that it's like, okay, I'm being called back to mm -hmm. the work of God in my right. life. Yep. And I'm being encouraged that God is working. Yep. And from that encouragement, then I have to persevere. Yes. And then in those times of discouragement that come, it's like, oh no, I remember that word. There it is. I remember that word. I, I'm going to dig in. And like the Lord is moving and I'll keep going forward in that, yeah. you know, and I, because like we talk about how, you know, like even like Satan, yeah. like people have, have prophetic gifting, even apart from God, like yeah. there's fortune tellers. Yeah. Like yeah. that is someone who, if they were, if they belong to Christ, they would have the gift of, you know, Christian prophecy. Right. Right. But they are anointed by Satan. Yeah. And I find that a lot of the things that I've heard from people that go to like fortune tellers yeah they get like very specific things yep. and it's like like really telling like your future yeah in like a very vivid detail and it often like sometimes leads to fear right you know right. it's different from the way the lord works right, right. Like, there's just there's just a different spirit and as believers like it witnesses with the holy spirit inside of us. absolutely absolutely and that's something that uh if you ever, man, Chris, uh, Chris Ackholm, the dude is full of wisdom, full of so much wisdom and encouragement. And um, one of the things that, that he says, and we can take this and apply it to, um, to our lives. If you look at the book of Acts, okay, there are a lot of things that are happening there. And it's happening with the apostles that Jesus already had. But then there are more people that are being brought into, uh, you know, within the first a uh, few weeks, there were thousands added. Among those, here we are, you know, uh, chapters later, we see Paul coming in. Mm -hmm. Paul, who was against the church, then he's called into being Jesus' apostle yeah. to the Gentiles. Yep. Now, before that happened, check this out. God said in Antioch, set apart for me Paul and Barnabas, and that's the beginning of them being sent out, mm -hmm. set apart for me. Okay. We are called for God. We're not called to live lives that are against the world. That's not what right. he's calling us for. That's not our purpose. Mm -hmm. That's going to be a part of our lives yeah. that we're going to either um, avoid, abstain, yeah. Yeah. Uh, be opposed to certain things that happen in the world. But we're called to live for the Lord. Yeah. And so when we're called to live for the Lord, and this is what Chris always says, that means that we're not missing out on anything. You're not missing out. Yes. And so Amen. having that Amen. mindset, yeah. that's what happened in this story. They right. felt like they were missing out on something. And so they need to go out and get what it is that they're missing out on. But 
where they were wrong, the Israelites didn't realize, some of the Israelites didn't realize that they were set apart for, for God. God. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And that's, and that's, I would agree. It's like, this is uh, living lives of submission. Yes. Um, and when we, when we receive prophecy, when we yep. receive the voice yep. of the Lord, when we, when we know what we are to do, again, it's never, never about us. Right. It's about the Lord. Right. And then the Lord he does stuff in us because that's his heart. His yeah. heart is towards us. Yeah. But we have to have our hearts towards him. Yeah. And I, 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 you know, Pastor Zach says prophetic promises spoken over our lives are not immune to our willful, willfulness right. and sin. Right. And, you know, the Bible is full of God's promises. So if you're saying, oh, I don't have promises, I, 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 I don't have a prophecy. It's like, no, you have, we have a whole book of that. You know, so get in your Bible, get those promises and then speak those and, and apply those to your life. Yeah. But understand that you have to walk that out. Yes. Yes. And, and, you know, your, our sin gets in the way, all, our willful, willfulness can get in the, yeah. gets in the way, yeah. but that's where we have to daily surrender ourselves. Like Paul says, I'm crucified with yep. Christ. Yep. It is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. Yeah. And this life that I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the son of God who loved me and gave himself for mm. me. So we live it by faith every day and we can't forget that. And it's exactly what you were saying before. We have to persevere. We have to. So we're not missing out on anything, but we end up missing out on what the Lord has for us right. if we don't persevere. Right. And that's what happened in this story. Mm -hmm. They didn't persevere. And so now, not only are they missing out, they're dying. Right, because they are turning away from yes. the Lord. They're going yes. after Baal, which is a false god. Yes. Um, and they're intermarrying with the people of the land, yeah. which they had been told not to do. Right, right. And the reason why they were told not to do it is exactly what it says in the following verse that they are now giving sacrifices and, and offerings and offering themselves to this false God. And this is the book of Numbers, okay? This came mm -hmm. well after the Ten Commandments. In order for us to be mm -hmm. and stay set apart for the Lord, we need to be his people that shine his light. That was the purpose mm -hmm. of the Israelites to show others what being his looks right. like. Right. And Pastor Zach even said uh, in the message, he was talking about how uh, there are things, uh, sin is prevalent in the world. It, it, yeah. it just is. But the issue comes when you look at the statistics right. and see that there are things that are similar outside the of the church yeah. and, uh, the numbers are similar inside the church, mm. but the reason why that happens is because the church isn't staying set apart for the Lord. Right. And so it ends up looking like, oh yeah, whatever they, they have out there, I want it because right. I'm missing out on it. So, and, uh, and the enemy is freely offering it. Why? You said this before, the distraction. The, the distraction. Oh yeah. my goodness. The yeah. distraction. Yeah. Pulling us away from what God wants for us so that we end up, that's when we end up missing mm -hmm. out. Absolutely. And, um, something that you just said, uh, it reminded me of what Pastor Zach said right afterward, that the purpose of the words are so that we're reminded to walk in the ways the Lord has called us to walk yes. in. Yes. That reminder is so key because we forget, man. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh my goodness. There's so many things that I forget. Yeah. But yet the Lord in his goodness and his grace reminds us constantly, yeah. no, son, come back over here. Look at what I have for you. 
Yeah. And then, so the the, the people, yeah. they they engage in this in this sin, this yeah. lifestyle of yeah. sin, and then a plague comes on them. Yep. Now, we don't, you know, like in the same way that we like when we sin. Yeah. We might not necessarily get a plague, but we get the consequences of our sin. Right. 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 And so then this yep. plague and it, it causes them to understand, okay, something is happening that that is divine. Yeah. And they're mourning and they're weeping. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that is the first step towards our repentance, yeah. like to our, towards our repentance and turning our heart back to God is I have to truly mourn my sin. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And the uh and one of the things about that that process is when we mourn that sin, then we're then we're seeing ourselves um we're seeing ourselves change because the Lord is there to convict. You know, the Holy Spirit is there to to convict and direct. And when we're mourning that sin, then it's like, okay, I want that to stay dead. Yeah. I want that to stay dead in order for me to stay living. And when we see it happening in our brothers and sisters, and this is where, yes, I, I agree. Read the room so that we can see what's going on so we don't take part in it, but also read the room to see where we can step in and walk alongside someone and show them, hey, this is what the Lord has for you. Even though sin is prevalent, it doesn't mean that our job as the church is to stick our head in the sand. Mm. To stick our head in the sand is right. to actually um, give up what the Lord wants for us. No, he wants us to show, no, let me show you a better way. Right. And that right. better way is, it leads to life. Right. It leads to life right. and love and, and righteousness. Oh, yeah. So much joy mm -hmm. and hope. There's so much hopelessness out mm -hmm. there. And so me being me, I hear that message and it makes me think the answer is discipleship. Right. Right. Discipleship absolutely yep. is the answer because there are things happening that people really need to see in the word right. and in their lives, how to walk out as a set apart for God, lover of the Lord, right. how, how we're supposed to live and right. follow him. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But unless, but and yeah. it starts with uh, that, that contrite, that repentant yes. heart. Yes. Yes. And this is, and I, I think it's important that we understand that because then it helps to uh, to understand what happens when Phineas goes after uh, Zimbri and Cosby. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because you have this situation where the people are mourning. Yep. There's an active understanding mm -hmm. within the people, like, okay, we have sinned, yeah. and the plague, these thousands of deaths from yeah. this plague, are the result of our sin. Yeah. And against that backdrop, yeah, you have Zimri who's just like. You know, like sticks up the middle finger basically by what he's doing. Yep. He's like, all right, I'm going to go, I'm going to take this Moab, this Midianite woman and yep. we're going to go in and I'm going to keep doing everything that you guys are all repenting of. Yeah. And, and then Phineas gets up and, and like he takes vengeance, mm -hmm. but it's, you know, like it can be like, well, that, you know, that guy didn't have time to repent. And it's like, yeah, but he didn't want to repent. That's yeah. the thing. Yeah. Right. Right. So right. it's like, you can't disciple, the Lord can't disciple that. Right. And, and I've, and I feel like the thing about the, the Zimri and Cosby thing is, uh, just like when you look back to Pharaoh, mm -hmm. just like when you look back yes. to the Egyptians, the heart is already hard. Yes. Already, uh, desensitized mm -hmm. already past this, past this point. Now, 
God, even with that, mm-hmm. kept saying, uh, well, you know, do this and do that. Mm-hmm. And there were and there were points where hey, wait a minute, is this a point where, where, where the eyes of Pharaoh are about to open? Mm-hmm. He had, oh yeah, oh yeah, know, nine opportunities, yes. Yes. you know? Um, and so it's like, how many is it going to take? How many is it going to take? And, and by this point in the, in the book of Numbers, um, this is chapter 25, right. out of 35, 36, something like that. Um, so this is going toward the tail end of their time in the wilderness, by this point, they have seen a lot of mistakes being made, and it's, okay, how long am I going to, you know, suffer? The, like, I know that there are things that Moses and the, yeah. and the Lord expressed about what the people are doing. But the really cool thing is uh, it says that he was jealous for God's Phineas, yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Phineas yeah. was jealous for, for God's yeah. jealousy. Mm-hmm. Like. Hey, this is something that you're doing because you're being selfish, mm-hmm. but what you're not realizing is the Lord wants us, but instead you're turning to another God. Like, right. how is that going to make right. him feel? Yeah. yeah. He eradicates yeah. the sin, yeah. but he's not acting out of his own heart. He's no. acting out of the Lord's heart, right. the Lord's zeal for, right. for holiness and for his people. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then, like the people turn to you know, they turn to the Lord. Yeah. And so, again, like applying that um, to our context yeah. today, yeah. it's you know, as soon as we ha- come to that place of repentance, yes. and that's and that's where I would say, like, when we're applying the Phineas spirit, you know, uh, it, it needs to be applied to us first, yep. before we then apply it to the world. Like, apply yeah. it in your own heart, and that's what goes. Jesus teaches. Exactly, like, you know, look at like don't don't call out the speck in your brother's eye until you know when you have a log in your own eye so it's be zealous for the lord's holiness in your own life first yes um and then from that place you go out and you you you, we call out the world but we're not calling from a place of uh like we're judging we're judging the sin but when we have the father's heart it's like no i'm 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 calling out the sin we are driving a a spear through the sin yes but our heart is for the person yeah, and absolutely. to call them back to the father's heart. Yeah. There's this, uh, there's this song that I absolutely love called zeal and it's by the belonging co and the, the words are zeal for you completely consume me. I can't get enough. Can't get enough of you. Um, and that's what zealous being zealous for God looks like. I almost said, ze- um, z- zealousity. It was something that we came <laughs> up with years ago. It was just a, a joke. Like, Hey, what's what's a, crew of people that are zealous for God look like, oh yeah, it's a city of, of zealousness. So that's zealousity, right? Um, but um, being zealous for God looks like that. God, whatever it is, show me, completely consume me. I can't get enough. Yeah. My heart burning for you. Can't get enough of you. And that is what he desires for us to have because that's what's best for us. Yeah, That's what he wants. He wants what's best for us by us surrendering to him but the thing that gets in the way ourselves Mm -hmm. ourselves our selfishness um having that plank in our eyes and not really actually being able to see it and so that's you know where some of that like you know self-pride and all of those things come in but the problem is the heart it goes back to the state of our hearts and um and so bring it into our own 
um, today cultural context, what are some of the things on our hearts that we need to surrender to the Lord so that we can have the mm-hmm. spirit of Phineas and say, yeah, this isn't going to, this isn't going to end me. This is actually going to be the beginning of, right. of more life right. because that's what the Lord wants. He wants us to be, um, to live in abundance. Um, I love how Pastor Zach said the victory happens when nobody wants an abortion. Yeah. How is that going to happen yes. when the, when the heart, the is, heart changed, is changed, you know, the heart is changed. because there's yep. so many, so many, um, things right now, uh, epidemics, mm-hmm. uh, that, that need heart change in order for there to be life change. Correct. Yeah. And we, yep. as the church can look at that and say, oh my goodness, look at those people. I can't mm-hmm. believe they're doing that again without even looking and seeing, all right, Lord, right. There's, there's something going on there, but what's going on within me that I'm doing again, that you want to, to take care of so that I can yeah. then look at those people and say, oh, mm-hmm. they don't even know yes. what the Lord has for yes. them. I need to step in and be a blessing and be a bridge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and, that, and that's the thing is like, yeah, we want, we want the laws of our land to reflect um, the heart of God yeah. and, and, and the, the truth and the morals that, that the Lord uh, w- would desire. Yeah. But a heart that is not conformed to God's right. heart, right. they will rebel. Mm. Okay, so it's mm. it's it, it it has to go both ways, right. and and you know we I think sometimes people can we approach it from from one uh, or other extreme, like where it's like one like one group is like uh, in the church is like we're all about like the the rules, and it's like we need to get these these laws in order, right. and the other group is like oh well the people's hearts and like right. all this right. stuff, and it's like it's both yes it's, it's both yes yeah um so let us not you know like once we have the law in place again that that doesn't mean the battle's done it's like right. that is not at all it, in some ways it get it gets a lot harder and when you look out in the in the in, in our nation yeah things are the the battle continues to rage on yeah. yeah it's true it's true and uh and the war is not over there is this you know battle against um seeing what the Lord wants being made manifest. Mm-hmm. And the way that that happens is one person at a time. Yeah. I have Amen. to start with me. Amen. Yes. Uh, a, a verse that keeps coming to me from James four, um, starting in verse seven, that yeah. whole pa- that whole passage is really good. I encourage you to all go read James, James four. Oh, yeah. uh, but starting in verse seven, it says, so humble yourselves before God, resist the devil and he will flee from you. Come close to God, and God will come close to you. Mm-hmm. Wash your hands, you sinners. Mm-hmm. Purify your hearts, for your loyalty is divided between yep. God and the world. Yep. Let there be tears for what you have done. Let there be sorrow and deep grief. Let there be sadness instead of laughter and gloom instead of joy. Mm-hmm. Humble yourselves before the Lord, and he will lift you up in honor. And James is writing to the church here. Yep. Yep. He's not he's not saying this to the world. He's writing to the church. Yeah. And you know that Phineas spirit of eradicate like wanting to eradicate sin, wanting to be zealous for what the Lord is zealous of. That again it comes in us first. Yeah. It, it has does. to come in us first. Yeah. Absolutely. And in order for in order for him to have his people. That's what needs to happen, you know? I am a part of that collective whole that he is talking yeah. about. So it needs to uh, happen in our hearts and we have to have that that approach we can't be so so prideful to think 
all right, I am perfect. So how can I, in all of my perfection, point out all the imperfections elsewhere? No, James is talking about looking inward and saying, this is not okay. Yeah. This is not okay. Mm -hmm. And it can't continue. And for there to be the mourning and the sadness because of its existence, which would then lead to um, getting rid of it, which would then lead to that Phineas spirit that you're, that you're yeah. talking about. But you're right that the heart needs to be there first in order, in order for it to be molded yeah. and, and, yes. uh, and shaped. Mm-hmm. It's got to be soft. Yeah. So as we, uh, as we wrap up, what, what, what's like a, a final, final point, a final exhortation uh, that you would uh, just give to us? Yeah, I would say um, one of the things that, uh, that Pastor Zach brought up um, is that the Lord gives us reminders before it gets to this point. Mm. And that's bringing it all the way back to, even though um, yeah. the Israelites didn't encounter Balaam, there was probably, I, I can guarantee there was probably some way if their hearts were soft, if they were focused on, on the Lord, if they remembered back to the good and the bad, what God has for them, as well as what, um, mm-hmm. what happened the last time, uh, that there needs to be those reminders. The Lord will bring them, but we also need to bring them ourselves. So mm-hmm. have that soft heart to say, okay, Lord, is there something within me that yeah. you want to be eradicated in my yeah. life so that that prophetic word can come to pass so that I can manifest it as I walk in yeah. your ways. And, um, and then when he does show mm-hmm. it, because he's going to, being humble right. enough to say, all right, Lord, I'm going to surrender this, yep. give it to you so that you can handle it because you already have on the cross. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Amen. Jesus. Amen. And yeah. I want to be consumed so that I can live for you. Now, yeah. me being one of the pastors here, we love walking with people through these things because it's all about transformation absolutely all about transformation and it's not from a oh yeah you poor you no it's from a i've been there too i totally understand mm-hmm. and here is how the lord has helped me right with his word being in his presence talking to a brother or sister and receiving wisdom talking to an elder just any of any of these ways yeah consistent receiving from the Lord. Yeah. And that, and you know, that was something that pastor Zach brought up on the altar call for, uh, on second, in in the second service is, you know, like there was the first group that was called up. It was, it was a very personal, like, what is the Lord like eradicating their life or like what what needs to change? Like, what are they seeing? And then the second group was, was the watchmen, like those who feel that the Lord is putting it into their hearts to, um, to watch and, and call out, things like yeah. drive a spear into the work of the enemy before before it becomes a problem um and he said how like you know like we we take turns in these groups yeah because the true. process never stops right. and you know like if you can grab on to that like because the enemy is going to try to discourage you discouragement is a huge thing yeah. discouragement and distraction the enemy will use those in our life um to make us feel like you know we're back at the starting line right but right. in jesus you never go back to the starting no. line you never no. do yeah that's so good man that's so good luke i love that i love that uh that encouragement and and that that perspective because that's the perspective of hope 
yeah. that we need to always have, as well as the perspective uh, of reality. Like it's true. We're going to have high moments and we're going to have low moments, but we're never going to be alone in either of yes. those moments. All right. Well, if you could just pray for us and yeah. it's been a wonderful time. Yeah, this has been awesome, so. man. Always, always great interacting and, and, you know, talking. I love you, dude. Love you too. Yeah. Let's pray. Father, we are grateful. We're grateful for the, uh, the difficult messages, Lord, that point us back to you, God, and point us back to the kind of hearts you desire for us to have, as well as uh, the consequences of us not having those hearts, God. We thank you, God, for opening our eyes so that we can see what it is within that you desire to, uh, to eradicate, Lord, and how we can partner with you in that, Lord, and we don't want to be in opposition to you. So, Father, we are uh, once again asking that you would um, that you would transform us, God, that you would soften our hearts, Lord, and that as we present ourselves humbly to you, Lord, that just like James said, that we wouldn't be double-minded. We would only have the mind of Christ. Mm. So, Lord, we are uh, grateful yet again for, for another amazing week that we've had, that we are having, so that we can be released by you as your representatives on this earth. Help us, Lord. Help us to look like you. We thank you, Holy Spirit, for your influence in our lives. Pray all this in Jesus' holy name. Amen. Amen. All right. Well, I'm Luke. And I'm Will. And that's The Breakdown. We'll catch you next week. Love you, family. You're giving me up.